Turning the mind now to our intention to cultivate loving kindness. Beginning by coming into a sense of connection with the heart, the energy of the heart. Perhaps by connecting with a felt sense of our own deep desire for happiness. or perhaps by connecting with a sense of our aspiration to cultivate a kind heart, a heart that looks on the world with friendliness. So taking a moment to find your inspiration for this practice. What does it mean for you? Where do you place your faith? then beginning to cultivate those thoughts of loving-kindness, the intention of loving-kindness, in the easiest way possible. So choosing that being that you found it the most enjoyable to offer your goodwill to, your good wishes. Whether it's yourself, benefactor, a dear friend, maybe a neutral person, maybe an animal, or a child, wherever you found the easiest point of entry into this practice to be. Bringing that being to mind in a way that connects you with a sense of their presence in this world. In a way that highlights their beautiful features their lovable qualities, the things that are good and wholesome in them. Then once we feel some sense of clarity, some sense of connection with this being, then beginning to offer them our good wishes, our caring, using whatever language or whatever imagery you found to be most effective, most enjoyable, easiest. May you be free from danger. May you be free from mental suffering. May you be free from physical suffering. And may you be able to live comfortably. Leaving some space after each good wish or interspersed with that energy of kindness that we're sending out. Just notice how the heart responds and see if we can hold that too with a sense of kindness, gentleness, 
caring. May you be protected from harm. May you be at peace inside your body, however it might be. May you be comfortable in your mind, content and peaceful. And may you be able to care for yourself and for any others who depend on you easily and joyfully. Continuing in your own way to offer your good wishes to this being.
If you feel like you'd like to continue working with this being, please feel free to do that. Or if you feel like you're ready to move on to another metta subject, you could choose the next person or being down the line. Someone who's a little bit more difficult to connect with, but still relatively easy to find that sense of caring for. Whether it's ourselves or a friend or maybe a neutral person. So choosing someone who's just a little bit more of a stretch. Bringing to mind the image or the felt sense of this being in a way that reminds us of their lovable qualities, their worthiness. Imagining their smiling face when they're happy or their good qualities good deeds that they've done in their life. Anything that we can bring to mind to foster a sense of just very natural caring and connection with this person. And offering them our good wishes too. May you be safe. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be comfortable. Continuing in your own way.
And again, if we'd like, if we feel the time is right, we could move on now to a being that falls more in the neutral realm. Someone who is an ambassador for that vast bulk of life on this planet that falls into this category. Beings that we don't have a particular feeling about one way or the other. And we may find at this point after a day or two of directing thoughts of loving kindness to a particular person that felt neutral, that they're no longer so neutral. People have a way of jumping camps. So if necessary to perhaps pull in a new being who is more of a neutral person or being at this point. And reflect how we can still offer them our feelings of goodwill. We can still offer them basic human kindness even if we know nothing about them, just simply by virtue of their presence here in this world as a living being, we know that they long for happiness. We know that they long for peace of mind. We know that they long for their own well-being, just as we do. So can we find it in our hearts to give them our good wishes, just in a very simple, natural way. May you be safe and protected. May you be free from physical suffering and distress. May you be happy and at ease in your mind. May you enjoy the comfort and ease of prosperity in this world. Continuing in your own way.
If you feel like you're still good working where you are, whichever being you're considering, then please continue. But we also wanted to offer the invitation today to begin to extend our wishes of loving kindness to a being that's a little bit difficult. And we might think of this not as the difficult person or difficult being, but the just slightly annoying being. So this is not the time to choose that person that you really want to break through your difficult relationship with and all the baggage from your past history. (laughs) This is not their time. Their time will come. (laughs) This is the time to choose that person who maybe is mostly a neutral person, but just a little bit on the annoying side. So somebody that we don't have particularly strong feelings about, don't have a lot of history with, a lot of complicated involvement with, but maybe they just have some personality trait uh, that just rubs us the wrong way a little bit, or maybe we've seen them do something indirectly that we didn't leave us with the highest opinion of them, something like that. Uh, Choosing an animal can actually be good for this first entry into the realm of difficult beings. So maybe the deer or the rabbits that invade our garden or the mice or the ants that invade our kitchen, something like that. So just scanning through the Rolodex, (laughs) seeing if we can settle on some being that, that more or less fits this bill, just a little bit on the negative side of our impression of them. And oftentimes the first being or one of the first beings that comes to mind is a good one. Just doing a little litmus check The feelings aren't too strong. When we bring them to mind, there's a little bit of a felt sense of aversion, but not overpowering. So conjuring up a felt sense of this being, bringing to mind their image, an image of them happy. Seeing if we can do that. Or an image of them as a small being, a young being, new to the world. Or if there's something that we do know about this being that we can recognize as a good quality in addition to whatever it is about them that might bother us, then really reflecting on that. And it can also be helpful with the difficult person to remind ourselves of what we've learned from our own practice, whether it's our first retreat or our 20th retreat. We've really seen how all unskillful behavior 
all harmful speech and action comes from a place of suffering. We're so caught up in craving, wanting something, longing, that we're willing to steamroll over other people's feelings in order to get what we want. Or we're so caught up in aversion, fear, or anger, that we feel like we need to protect ourselves and we lash out or we push people away. Or we just don't see the full picture of what's going on. We're not able to comprehend how our actions are going to affect other people. And so we may harm others without even the intention, without even realizing that we have. So all unskillful behavior comes from a place of some kind of suffering. We see this for ourselves. And it's true for others just as much. All of us harbor the same wish for happiness. We're all muddling through life, doing the best we can. Inevitably, we'll hurt others, no matter how hard we try. So can we connect with this truth that's true for us and true for this being that we find a little bit annoying? And can we find it in our hearts to offer them our good wishes, not needing to force any kind of manufactured loving-kindness, not needing to make anything happen, but just seeing if we can connect with that aspiration in our hearts to be able to open even to those that are bothersome to us, out of a recognition of our shared condition in life. May you be free from danger and the fear of harm. May you be freed from mental suffering, from all of those difficult states of mind that lead to unskillful action. May you be free from discomfort, dis-ease in your body so that you can live in the world happily. May you be able to meet your basic needs, provide for yourself, provide for the others that depend on you without the need to struggle and worry. So just very gently seeing if we can offer the same good wishes to this being leaving lots of room, lots of space to notice the response of the heart. So continuing at your own pace, in your own way.
if we get a little ways into our meditation with this annoying person or being, and we find that we're just getting drawn off into negative thoughts or painful thoughts repeatedly, and we can't stay connected, then that's a sign to maybe drop back a little bit, choose a being that's a little bit easier, or just go back to the neutral person if necessary.
So bowing to our difficult person and taking our leave of them for today. Connecting again with a felt sense of ourselves sitting here. And if we haven't yet, taking a moment to offer our kindness to ourselves. May we be safe. May we be happy. May we be healthy. May we be comfortable. And so too to all of our fellow yogis here, the yogis to our left, the yogis to our right, the yogis in front of us, the yogis behind us. May we all be safe. May we all be at ease in our bodies. May we all enjoy peace of mind. May we all be able to live in the world with ease. And so too all beings everywhere. May we be free from suffering. And may all beings everywhere be free from suffering. Are there any questions? So having a strong sense of the voices of the beings that she was sending metta to. Yeah, sometimes that can happen. Sometimes we hear them talking back to us. (laughs) Sometimes it's not just a one-way conversation. What kinds of things were they saying, or was it more just a sense of just their voice as part of their their being, who they are? Yeah, Yeah, whatever it takes to... uh, Sometimes it happens naturally, or we might find it juicier to evoke the sense of that person in a fuller way, maybe remembering the sound of their voice, or the feel of their touch. Yeah, whatever it takes to kind of bring that being uh, into a sense of presence for us. Yeah. Yes? Um, I appreciated your suggestion about the 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did anybody else have choose a an object like that, a difficult thing like that, and some other thing? Yeah, it can be an interesting exercise. Um, you know, if there's kind of too much tension around that, then maybe not to start with that. But it can be it can be useful to you know, like every time that I give my uh, children antibiotics, I reflect on you know, there's a certain cost to this, you know. Um, and there's various things that we do to remove various critters from our, you know, living space. It's just kind of a fact of life. Um, but that doesn't mean that we can't care. So even within that situation, um, you know, the practice of loving kindness can be fruitful. It can transform that experience, how we, how we approach it, what our intention is. But maybe not the easiest place to start. So if there's just too much dissonance around that to begin with and to choose somebody else or something else. Yeah. Yes. I really appreciated when you said that person that might be difficult because of the suffering that they are or had. Mm-hmm. And what that did for me was to immediately make the loving kindness be real rather than just words. Mm-hmm. So I really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. So did everybody hear the comment? That when, when we connect with um, that understanding, <laughs> that we too uh, act out unskillfully out of our suffering, out of our need to protect, out of our need to get hold, you know, out of our craving and uh, aversion and delusion. That's where we can see very clearly, that's where all of our unskillful behavior comes from. And it's no different for anybody else. You know, nobody sets out to be the difficult being. <laughs> you know, we all want to be the good being. But there's these various things that come up in the mind, difficult states of mind, they get in the way of that. And we're all stuck in that condition together. (laughs) This is another one of the bases for the reflection on on compassion. You know, we're all stuck in it together. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. So what, is, what do we mean when we say felt sense? Um, we're really meaning a clear conceptual perception of that being, if that makes sense. So because our minds work differently for some of us, like the image of the person, either their face or, or all of them, really brings to mind, okay, I know who this being is that I'm, that I'm holding in mind, that I'm directing the phrases to. Other, others of us are more uh, maybe uh, auditory. So like the sound of somebody's voice may really evoke a sense of, okay, here is this being. I know they're in the world. Um, sometimes it may be more visceral. It's a felt sense in terms of like a, a body feeling of like what, what does the presence of this being bring up in the body. So, for, for, so we don't want to give just one way to try to connect with the being. So that sort of points to find your own way of holding that being in mind as clearly and continuously as possible. 
Does that make sense? Is that different from a mental sense like that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just... It's kind of the language that we use, but it really just points to bring that being to mind in, what, in whatever way is most vivid for you. That helps you to hold it, hold that being in mind as you offer the phrases. So as we offer the phrases, or, or however we're offering the metta, <laughs> which we can also just do energetically, we want to have, you know, there's three elements to it. There's the being that we're considering, there's the phrases that we're offering, and then there's the feeling in the heart. So the, the, one of the mindfulness aspects of the practice is we want to be as clear as possible about each of those three elements, that triad. So we want to, as we're saying the phrases, we don't want to forget who we're offering to. We want to keep bringing that person into the mind, into the consciousness somehow. And as we're saying the phrases, we don't want to just be repeating them by rote, but really connecting with each phrase. Okay, what's the meaning? What's the intention of it? And then also connecting with the, the feeling in the heart, what's actually arising in response to this exercise. All right. You guys are getting really quiet. (laughs) You're really in there. So take advantage of this time, this really juicy part of the retreat. Guard your silence. Be with yourselves. Let your fellow yogis be with themselves and make the most of the rest of this day. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.